I'm sitting here like, I ate that too. But that hurt my feelings because you my friend and I brought you this job. And now you threatening to quit. Okay, so then the so the situation gets resolved. Now here's the thing. Not a human being, and I came up from nothing. Just imagine that. Now I ain't got my own. Just imagine that. Try to take it from me, I ain't got it back. I lost day one. Just imagine that. Feeling like it's all on me. Soon as they fall, they gon' call on me. I remember when they used to talk about me. These days, now I got it all. Just imagine that. Yo 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 yo, it's JP on the FWN podcast. Fought with me, the diary of the strong black people. Oh, yeah, man. So, you heard a little bit of my dog Trey. He back in the building, mm-hmm. and and we got Queen once again. How y'all doing in the building? So, we're gonna do something a little different this go round. I told you guys that, um, we were gonna do a little bit of the panel talk. So I got my two favorites uh, in the building today that's going to give you the, the first test of uh, the man and woman side of things of uh, our panel. But do have a special guest that's in the cut that's going to, you know what I'm saying, join us today. Um, a long time, another brother, another love bro to me, man. Um, that grew up with me. We were talking before we actually start recording. I was, you know, talking to Trey about it. It was just like, you know, this is another guy, um, that just was under me and really believed in me. Back then I was Jay Will. I was Jay Will, the little bro coming out of high school, you know, little bro in the Honda. With with Big Bro, you know, him, Philly, JJ, Keenan, DJ, you know, everybody just in the Honda those days. And they always just been little bro to me. And the boys love the shit out of me, man. Just, you know, genuinely believe that everything that I said, it never, ever was to the detriment of them, you know, and not saying that it was law, but. If Jay Will said it, most of the time it was some childish stuff, so they definitely down. But, you know, they always trust me enough when it came to correction and keeping them in line. They actually never bucked the system on that. But, you know, it's my little bro, you know, Henny, you know what I'm saying, real. Um, you know, tell the folks, man, a little bit, man, you finally in the rabbit hole, little bro. Finally here. Appreciate you having me too, bro. And so, wait, wait, just... Just, just catch us up on some things, man. Um, I, I definitely, um, want to, you know, congratulate you, man, and, and tell you I'm proud of you. I see you did get your CDL. Yeah. You know, and, and that's a big thing. Uh, I'm proud of you, man. Um, getting, you know, we want, you're one of the ones just like big bro, tried the college route. Yeah. And you know, it don't work for everybody. It, it, it don't work. They, they wasn't preaching that when we was coming out like that, though. I don't think I learned nothing about like tech school probably till like uh, what way after like I heard of it, but they never went into detail like what all I could get out of the situation. Oh, you university bound? Yeah, and, and I'm talking about if, if you in university bound, what you doing? And oh. and and people like us, if we would have known a lot of things back then, how much fun we had and how we turned up 
and spent so much money that wasn't ours. And we were so broke, but had the most fun. We made something out of nothing. And, and I mean, went to universities doing that type of shit. Just imagine that we would have just went ahead and got our trade and had the money for ourselves to enjoy our lives now at 30. You know, but we enjoy so much in our 20s. We live. We live through the 20s. I mentioned getting my CDL. Like my folks, like my father was like, like 22. 23, I mentioned getting my CDL then. And they was like, nah, that ain't what you want to do. That ain't what you want to do. You need to go to school. <laughs> like, all right, okay. Listen, you know. I mean, if, if the OGs, you know, in the family, my mom and dad gonna say it. I mean, I guess uncle said, you know, let's, let me go to school. I, I shit mean, don't work, though. I make more than all of them now. <laughs> that shit don't work. You feel me? And, you know, we got to do better with well, like it. don't work. But, we, but it's only for certain people. It's only for certain people. Right. You know, it's, it's only for certain people. And at the end of the day, we just really have to lead our children, this next generation behind us and stop letting them put themselves in debt like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and be real with them. You know, tech school, they wanted us to go away from tech school because tech school taught you survival. That's the way life is going to be. You're going to have to be a working person and have your own to be able to survive in here. Like university is building a dream and dangling a carrot for some of, for some people who don't latch on to it and take full advantage of it. It's certain people who they get it real fast. You know what I'm saying? And all you got to do is show them how to use their hands with something and it's up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's up, but you know that. So you, you keep them away from it, but you even make them go into the university so they can struggle. That's not them. Not them. That's not them. That's not for everybody. You feel me? But, you know, I'm proud of you, man. Whether or not when you actually sure. got into it, it's yeah, better late than never. To everybody. But, yeah. but make sure, you know, in your mind frame, man, you just stick to it and don't be impatient. Enjoy the, enjoy the ride. Enjoy and be comfortable with going through channels, bro, and building ground up. How long you had the CDL? I got my CDL and uh, I got it. But last, around like, I got it like around like last, what, April? Okay. Something like that. So for a year? Almost a year. About? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no matter. And you do court work? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sure, huh? Man, you know, and going that nigga, I've been talking like to to be surprised that he even got on that fast, you know what I'm saying, and only had it for that amount. You know right. what I'm saying? That's how I did it too. However, you know, with people like that, you gotta let them know if you found the ins and out in it, help others too. You know what I'm saying? To where when they get their CDLs, they all should not feel like they got to go over the rule. You know what I'm saying? Listen, These companies make you feel like to put in time, they make you do work that veterans don't want to do. I honestly, I honestly ain't supposed to have the position I have. No, because I neither. don't have the experience. You don't, but that's but that's, that's the thing. I went into but it. but that's the thing for people. Right that's how you understand. 
university is not for everybody because it's people like us. If you give us the right resources, we don't give a fuck about you making us feel like, oh, we got to be book smart to do some shit. You know what I'm saying? We're not going, we're not going to believe that. You definitely, you definitely did your thing, man. And I, I want to find you because even with that, I was going to make sure if you was tired of getting on the road, I told you, holler at me. Yeah, you did tell me, so okay. okay. I told you, holler at me. You know what I'm saying? So if you was getting tired of that road, you know what I'm saying? You, you ain't had to stay there. Oh, got trucks ready for you. He got trucks ready. All he was waiting for me is if I know somebody that's reliable, you you damn real, I'm going to tell him about you. You know what I'm saying? Why wouldn't I? Yeah. And I own my own truck, so. <laughs> but, you know, he fell, he fell into some shit, and he that's a blessing. Same thing I fell into. But best right believe now, right if it don't work out, you got you still going to win. Because it's motherfuckers around you. That's gonna make sure because you, you got your that license, license clean. clean. Yeah, you got a job. You got a job, and for real motherfuckers who fuck with you, if they in positions that they can make, nigga, you down. You don't ever have to worry about yeah. that. <clears throat> you did what you supposed to do. Got that license. That was step one. That's like getting your Twit card. Yeah, and you always at the home. Just get it. Just get it. You will realize who's really for you. Cause the just the, the the keys the the invitation was just to get that that certificate. Yeah. Whatever certification you needed, that was the the get in fee. You did that, so it's up to motherfuckers to look out for you. If they say that they really go, they really look out and fuck with people. That that's their job. I'm glad I got it when I did, cause it made it harder now. It's much harder. Really harder right. now. It's much harder now <laughs> because so many. And they people... only teach automatic. Mm-hmm. It's 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 even harder now. But I'm glad you're here, man, because the conversation is definitely, man, I want to, it's a good day for you to get implemented into the rabbit hole. But, you know, I got my dog, Trey, and like I said, Queen, man. So, you know, last time Ken was here with BJ, um, he had two books yeah. that we spoke on. Um, matter of fact, that episode is about to drop Tuesday. That's matter of fact. I was about to let you listen to it okay. when I was when I was leaving. That's what that was in the BJ. But um, it's 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 a very good dialogue and conversation starter between that we gotta have with our women. We gotta have it, um, and it's good to have people on this type of platform, um, on both sides that's educated enough to have that conversation without it felt like it's an attack. Feel like it's coming for you to shit on each gender, but to have a dialogue and talk back and forth and get input and bounce our ideas on how to improve. And that's what this is designed for. And, you know, both of them on their episodes talked about this. So I said, you know, it would be good to bring people like this together, you know, once a week to actually have those type of conversations, you know? Yeah. So, um, they got a little piece of, you know, Kent and a trade just a few minutes ago. Um, just giving a little spill. So we definitely know how it's gonna go. But I'm a I'm a I'm gonna let King, cause he got the books or whatever. And I mean he, he ain't gotta go there. However, you know, it was a nice dialogue on it the first time. Um I wanna definitely spend a little time on that. But I'm gonna let you open up a door and I'm a I'm gonna let it um 
queen be able to speak on wherever you're going to go. And, you know, we all going to chime and do our right. what we're doing. Yeah, I was, I was really, uh, <clears throat> I was really digging the conversation y'all was having when I came in. I, I was, I was into it. Yeah, that's okay. what I got. Uh, yeah, that's what I got. Okay. Yeah, this book is, is really dope. Um, yeah, I'm reading it now. It's dope, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I guess, I mean, really any of these chapters I could start off with and then, you know, it could just open up the floor. So, um, let's see. Chapter 16, that's on page 58. And I kind of, since we got a queen with amongst us, kind of want to like start it off with this and then see what she thinks about it, you know, get her, get her take on it. But it says, this is chapter 16, page 58 of The Way of the Superior Man. It says, women are not liars. It says, Keeping your word is a masculine trait in men or women. A person with a feminine essence may not keep her word, yet it is not exactly, quote unquote, lying. In the feminine reality, words and facts take a second place to emotions and the shifting moods of relationship. When she says, quote, I hate you, or, quote, I'll never move to Texas or, quote, I don't want to go to the movies. It is often more a reflection of a transient feeling wave than a well-considered stance with respect to events and experience. On the other hand, the masculine means what it says. A man's word is his honor. The feminine says what it feels. A woman's word is her true expression in the moment. I can speak for myself. That that's true. Okay. All right. And she may not. Yeah, it's the intent of the heart. Like that's her intent, whether she follows through with it or not. Yeah. Okay. I can say that for me. Yeah. Now I know people with vindictive intents, but that's a human thing. Mm-hmm. But I think women naturally want to be pure, and honest. You know. But I think certain circumstances of different people that you deal with or life and stuff like that kind of. But I think we want to be vulnerable and truthful and honest and just free and vulnerable enough to, vulnerable enough, vulnerable enough to be that way. Okay. Well, let me ask you this. Because mm-hmm. we were, you know, if I may, you know, last cycle, you know, I was on the podcast with Jay and mm-hmm. we was talking about, and I mean, it was a really, really good conversation, man. I was... I didn't expect it to go that good. I mean, it was it was impromptu too. None of that was planned. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were talking about the differences between the masculinity and the feminine, and the feminine, right? The, mm-hmm. the masculine and the feminine. And I wanted to get your take on this since since you know it's mixed company now. We were talking about how like because this book talks talks about this, and you're reading it, so you already know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. He he starts off talking about how there has to be masculine and feminine for there to be polarity. Right. Right. So I was saying, hey, a truly feminine woman, truly feminine woman can only be attracted to a truly masculine man. Right. 
But then mm-hmm. he goes into, but then he goes into how it doesn't matter if it's a straight couple or gay couple or lesbian couple. Right. There's always a masculine energy and a feminine energy. There's a thing of self polarity because we all have feminine and masculine energy. True. So I think the balance is if I'm 70, 30, masculine, feminine, then your 70, 30 balance should be 70, 30, masculine, feminine, femininity, you know, of the opposite. If you think if for, you the, get what for I'm the attraction saying. to be there. Right. Okay. Well, not the initial attraction, I think for the chemistry, the, the consistency of the attraction. Okay. Yeah, to be there. Like if you're comfortable being in your most vulnerable state in your like once getting to know you and you're comfortable and I'm comfortable being in my masculine and femininity to whatever degree or percentage I have it mm-hmm. and you are, I think that is where the the balance is. Okay. So okay, well, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I don't need a book for this because I've read through it. I got the information here inside. Right. Um, okay, so let's say that let's say that you run across a man. Okay, let's say you run across a man and he's like the epitome of masculinity, right? Mm-hmm. He's like the epitome of it, like your ideal man, right? Mm-hmm. He's super I mean, I don't know what your ideal man is, but okay. I'm just, you know, so correct me if I'm wrong, but let's just say that he's just like super masculine and he's like don't take no shit and he's just like he speaks his mind and he don't ever get over emotional or nothing like that mm-hmm. um would you want that or would you want <clears throat> someone who's because because you know you hear some ladies talk about how they want a man that is not afraid to embrace his fem his feminine side mm-hmm. you know what i mean and to me I don't know how much I believe that because and I don't want to use myself as an example. I've I'm seen not like I, other women. Huh? I'm not like other women. Okay. Like the majority of women. I think I, I I think I would be I think I speak for women who are truly comfortable with themselves regardless of their level of masculinity or femininity. Not I I can't speak for those who fall into society's outlook of women and they try to fit that and groom themselves to fit society's outlook of women. But those Mm -hmm. who are comfortable with who they are as an individual person, regardless of female or male, Mm -hmm. but I'm speaking on women, that's who I can speak for. Okay, so check it. This is before you came. This is what me and Real learned. This is what we adapted. We've listened to, we've gotten enough a good bit of her before you got here on some of these matters, right? Okay. So what we see in the very easiest way, which she has displayed to us, right, is it's the great way to get what you really need and swiftly and quickly, right? Mm -hmm. We automatically, since we don't know, we're just speaking from our, our, you know, experiences of women, right? Mm-hmm. She has displayed to us she's different, right? Mm-hmm. So, immediately, we isolate her. We address 
This is our situation, right? Just look at this on the outside. If this is not you, just listen to it and observe. However, once we spit it to her, oh, she comes back and tells us, and, and we're able to, you know what I'm saying, make that decision very quick. If we, the next way we go, if she has displayed that she is in that category, it's the easiest way to say, hey, you was excluded the first time, so now, as we speak it with this one, you have given us, this is what you, this is your category. So don't interrupt us again on us. I'm different. You have went on ahead and displayed to us, you and this is category. So when we go on this spill, don't stop us with, I'm different. And I eat it. Because we don't, we don't already start you isolated. But once you tell us this for you, don't stop us when we're going through. It's so me, I take it. I'm not combating. The next way you go with this one, mm-hmm. like she just stopped you and said, I'm different. Right. Any take that you got, bruh, isolate her. If she walk herself in now, it's cool. I walk myself in there. She gonna walk herself in there. Different aspects but of women. It, again, that goes to another thing that we did say. There is no matter what anybody say, everybody has triggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody has trigger words, trigger phrases, everything. Right. And we have to understand with some people and not saying I've been a big believer in our community. The reason why a lot of our dialogue, in my opinion, has not been successful is because of two things. Tone and delivery. If you're yelling at a black motherfucker, nah, their ears closed because you're yelling at me. Mm-hmm. And if you couldn't, if in the way that you're delivering, this situation. And if I feel like, you know what I'm saying, your delivery is all the way off with the community, it's cut off too. It's it's all about, you know what I'm saying, both of that. Are, but we have to start identifying triggers and being okay with that. Whether or not we feel like that trigger should not be serious to another person, we got to respect certain triggers. You don't be soft on walking on eggshells. When you have identified triggers, don't use those. We have to stop using those triggers as clickbait to get people to go off. If we already know that's a trigger, why do we pull that trigger and then expect that that conversation should have went differently? That you can poke that bell knowing that's a trigger. Everything is not a trigger, but knowing a certain thing that triggers them, you do that and expect it to go a different way. That's fucked up. And we got to understand to know how to stop that. But that is one of a trigger that we have identified sometimes that her ears may come out closed. You got to make sure we isolate because again, she wants, she knows in her heart of hearts, she does not fall into that category. We cannot tell her whether or not she does not feel that way if we initially don't know She's not in that category. We have to give her the faith and grace and mercy. Isolate her out of that until she shows fit that, okay, you are there. But if she tells us that in the initial beginning, we have to give her the grace and mercy to isolate her out of that. Mm-hmm. I see. Because she's going to put the conversation on a standstill because she feels that's how you get there through her. And that's fine. We got to be okay with that. We got to feel okay with that and not poke her and feel like we're down. If a person asks for that, we have to be able to give them that to get the results 
that right. we will we want successful results. I can respect only give that. you your answer from the perspective that I can't and I can't speak for all women. I'm not the type of woman that want to. I'm not the type of woman that goes out and put hair weave and eyelashes on to fit a certain criteria to mm-hmm. attract a certain type of man. I carry myself the way I chose to carry myself. I found my femininity on my own without the influence of different people. I chose, I made my choices. I didn't, I didn't um, pick a person or pick a type of person and fall into that category. I just Mm -hmm. am who I am. So I'm only speaking from a perspective of personally, my perspective Mm -hmm. and anybody that can relate in the category that I can say that I'm from, which mm-hmm. is somebody who is comfortable. I'm comfortable with myself in my femininity to whatever percentage I have my femininity. I'm comfortable with myself in my masculinity to whatever percentage I have my masculinity. And I will only alter it if I see flaw in it shown by people around me, people I care for. If I can't communicate with you properly because of one of my percentages being high or lower than the other, mm-hmm. and I want to communicate with you in an appropriate way, I have to alter one or the other in order to communicate with you properly, or I can make the decision to not communicate with you at all. Can you truly say that, like, you made all your own decisions to be how you are? Though? I can say that for the for the, a majority of it, I chose the color yeah, of my hair. Because I, I mean, it's all like everything's got to be like I some type of between inspiration. Like you had to see it from somewhere. Of course, I yeah, was inspired. Of course, I. But we got well. It's it's where. I, if you if you know my background, you'll see where I came from and what age I was when I started coming into my femininity. There's there's a thing that females go through from the time that they realize whether they whether they feel they are beautiful or ugly, where they start to play with what's cute on them, what they think is cute on them in the mirror at four, five, six, seven through their teenage years, and they have a development which leads to how they carry themselves when they're about 18, 20 years old, they already have a perspective. And as they mature, then they change that up also. I didn't start my femininity at four or five years old, looking in the mirror, trying to be cute, trying to design myself, trying to wear a skirt this day or wear a I didn't go through trying to try on makeup. I've never put makeup on my face. None of that. I've never worn weed. There's certain things that I've never done to find my femininity. I started finding my femininity around 19, 20 years old, and I kind of stamped it then. If you can follow, if you look at any of my my social media, you'll see the same femininity then when I first spread out into femininity. You'll see that same femininity now. The only thing that changed from my look and appearance is I went from natural fro to locking my hair up. And that was influenced because I twisted my hair up one day and decided to keep it locked. But um, my femininity as far as how I look has been the same from the time I decided to be feminine up until now. Now the way I carry myself and my maturity and my thought process in my femininity, that has grown through me seeing my mother be feminine or not feminine, my sister be feminine or not feminine, other women and their women I've dealt with on an intimate or personal level, what I didn't want to be, what I did want to be, certain characteristics I wanted of myself to develop and I, okay, I'm smart in this area or I'm keen in this area or I'm sensitive in this area. I want to perfect that or I want to make that a little harder or whatever. All of that has been my choice on what I picked and decided to make myself who I am, what I was comfortable being. 
I still stand firm when I when I state something the same way I was in my masculinity. If I say this, this is what I mean. How I say it has changed because I can't come to all kind of people like nigga this, nigga that. You know what I'm saying? I can't come to you like that. I have to show if I want to be treated like how I'm presenting myself, I have to present myself that way. So that's why I say I made myself who I am. Of course, I had outside influences that made me say I want more of this of myself. But what I did not already have, I didn't accumulate something that wasn't already me. If you understand what I'm you know, from. you know, you know what's the hurtful thing though, when it comes to black women and black men, because society taints it so bad, <clears throat> is because as a woman, you saying it took 19 that you found your feminine energy. As a that woman, I embraced it. that you embrace that you were able to go through life and find yourself sex-wise. And the problem is with this, right, is it's a dangling carrot and it's also a gray area and society takes it bad because with the woman, she can go through a change cycle, not knowing her body, not knowing what she wants sexually and get to experience that. And then finally find some type of feminine energy because what it always still designs you being, making it look like you're being more dominant than that man. Not just you're finding your way through life and not letting society conform you, but you're just going through the channels as you're born, not looking at society of saying you're supposed to be a girl, you're supposed to be a boy. As a woman, as a little girl, that flew by the wayside that you were, if, if they just looked at you as, oh, she's tough. No. Men are not able to go through that as a child to just be a, a to be considered in society as a sissy. And began to going going at 19 and saying, oh, I'm coming into my masculinity. No, I went through things. Men can't do that. No, I went. Where I'm getting at is, the thing about that is, you get the grace and mercy to do that as men. We have, huh? I didn't get grace and mercy. Because, but you got looked at as, again, just a a tomboy. You got looked at, you're just hard body. That's, that, that's, that's bad. who was looking at. But, but okay, so where did you lose <coughs> gra- so where grace and mercy did you lose? I lost grace and mercy growing up as a child in uh in, in the comfort of my masculinity because you from got looked at as tough. Because you got looked at as too me. tough. I look I was looked at as either I was a boy and they didn't know I was a girl, or they teased me for being a girl that but, was in her masculinity. But do you see how... The same way a sweet boy would get teased for being sweet. And he know he sweet. <laughs> and they teasing him for being sweet. I knew. I was comfortable in my masculinity. I loved sports. I loved what I loved. That's what they labeled it. They labeled it masculinity. But I was comfortable being who I was. It, it goes but all goes back. It all goes back to on. adapting masculinity and feminizing masculinity. We still get chopped in the balls. It's okay for y'all to be masculine. It's okay if you go that way. You will get ostracized, but it all still something about a man's dominance is what they want to take away from us, but give to y'all. You will get looked at and ostracized as, oh, you difficult. You're too strong minded. Oh, you're too independent. But it all goes back to you dominating. And taking it away from the black man. 
he had he he does not get he has to fight not only to gain masculinity and to gain power. He has to worry about you. You demoralize as a as a woman demoralizing him and society demoralizing him. And him fighting that. <laughs> but y'all are able to that y'all are able to go think that's y'all and say, no, nah, that's not me. And go be in a and being a and back to adopting everyone feminism. is able to men, but but the thing about it is the pressures the pressures mm-hmm. of it outside to where now we're getting to the point where we're allowing kids to make their choices, but the damage has been done so bad in the beginning Society's that out. exactly. So right. it was always cool to allow these kids to be kids, but don't be crazy with it to identify who they are. That is just a choice that you got to go through. But heavily influenced to the one way of the other has been the wrong thing. And then now that we have that divide and expectations, they're able to paint it by making it just feel like, oh, if you're gay, you got to scream into the mountaintops because you're going to get a cookie for it. They have taken that and abused it and given them a to to benefit and to, if you want something done, if you get told no, you're homophobic. That's the difference between society's outlook and the knowledge. Okay, back then, when I was growing up, there was a certain level of society's input mm-hmm. and knowledge that we had. Now there's a different level of society's input, whether it's way good or bad, and there's still a difference in the level of knowledge that we have of ourselves. From going through things when we were younger, this generation can tell our children it's okay to be who you are mm-hmm. more so than our generation. We being the kids and the generation before us being able to tell us that it's okay. It's coming from us learning and being different now. So society is looking at it different because society is now run by the generation prior. Which you never and, say, and the And the children growing up have a different outlook on things because of who's influencing them. Just like it was different then. Gay, no matter whether it was female or male, was in my time not good, period. Whether yeah. you were masculine or feminine or not. Nah, it I didn't can't say that. It didn't. <clears throat> well, it's, society, it's not, it's, society, it's, it's, let's talk about this. Okay. I'm from a I'm from a specific environment. Society on national TV would make mm-hmm. it look like guys, ugh. Guys being gay is uh, mm-hmm. and women being gay wasn't really out on the forefront that much because women, women being gay really they kept it sexy. on the, they they it was either looked at as sexy it was yeah. either looked at as sexy or they kept it on the low yeah. because of how it looked for gay men only if you were young, young though. Only if you but no, uh, I know tons of stories of adult women who acted like they were just <clears throat> best friends the whole time they gay because they were scared of how Christians would look at them. Okay, go, go on. when it comes to religion. So, but yeah. the environment that I was raised in, yeah. I was raised by a mother who was plentiful in her masculinity, but not gay at all because mm-hmm. she was in her femininity too. She just military no parents type of thing. So she had a strong background and she just was a, I'm a sailor. She cursed like a, she didn't give a damn. So certain masculine quote unquote traits she emphasized without knowing that that's what she was doing. But she allowed me as a person to be who I was, which when I got out into the world, it was on me to take the criticism and make it detrimental to myself or not. And in my young years, it was detrimental. 
it killed me. But I, I still couldn't. As a child, I was, I just wanted to be have fun and play how I wanted to play. And if that person teased me, I cried for a little bit and still went to play football. You know what I'm saying? That's what I wanted to do. You feel me? But, and that's the same thing with the guys that I knew that were sweet. They got teased, but that didn't stop them from being sweet. Now, the ones that was in their masculinity that was sweet, but had fathers or they was more masculine and sweet at the same time, they had more of a battle than the ones who identified themselves from jump. The the feminine the feminine guys didn't have as much of a problem. That's realistic. The feminine guys didn't have as much of a problem being gay as the masculine guys who were gay because they were masculine. So you identify. I play football. I'm a gay guy. I love football, Mm -hmm. but I can't tell my homies that I thug with that I that Mm -hmm. I like niggas. But that sweet dude that don't play football, he a major wreck. Everybody knew since he was three that he was sweet. So he done went through all the teasing. Teasing don't fuck you. You can tease me all you want to, but that masculine dude that been masculine since he was three that's on the feminine side, he's with the pressures. Why? It's internal. He has them pressures because society make it look this way. That little sweet boy didn't give a fuck what society said. That little masculine (laughs) tomboy didn't give a damn what society said. But because you're a feminine female, and you're gay, you care. Because you're a masculine male and you're gay, you care. That's perspective. It's subjective to the person. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just listening. I'm just absorbing all But you originally asked the question and we got all wrapped up. Yeah, we, we kind well, of does does real ask the question. That real that that last question. Yeah. And shit, we got all the, the real question, but we had already, he asked the initial question. I gave him the pep about how to go in, but the next question came from Rev. That's why. You know what I'm saying? But, I'm but on the book, like, I'm, I really, like, I'm interested in what you uh, have to say or questions that you have from the book. Because I've read it a little bit. I'm not done with it. How far, how far have you gotten? Like, chapter two or three. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm in the beginning. So, I like, just started reading it. Wow. Like she just, so I know the, yeah. I understand yeah. where the book is going. Yeah. But that's why I'm interested in what you have to say about it. Well, I'll say this. You know, this was one of the best books I've ever read in my life. Right. I will say that. I mean, I like I said on the last episode, um, I bought a copy, read it, let my dad borrow it. I like the book so much. I said, let dad have that copy. I'll get this copy for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read the book less than three days. Right. I mean, I just couldn't put it down. Mm-hmm. I just, I just kept reading it and I was just like, oh, sleep reading to reading, right. you know, cause it was, it was just the information. It was just so dope. And because like some of the, some of the information that he talks about in this book, you know, I, I would go back and look at like some of the relationships that I've had, mm-hmm. even like, thinking about the relationship that my dad had with my mother. Um, and so, you know, and and some and sometimes I would be reading something and it would be just so profound that I would be like, I got to go out for my dad. And that's an older and, book. And just, too. Yeah. And I was just like read him a passage out of it and he, he'd be like start laughing and be like, yo. Right. Because it was just, I mean, even when I was reading it, uh, in front of you and BJ. I got another book for you too. If you like that one. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm all about reading. That's, mm-hmm. that's that's my thing. Um, but you know, some of some of the stuff in this book, I have applied it to um some women in my life. I said that on the last episode. Um, like the whole bit that we were talking about about praising the feminine, that they respond better to praise it instead of, you know, challenging and right. criticizing them and all that. Right. Um I've used that with, with, with certain ones and, and saw that it went over very well when it first started off with the praising. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, you did this. And 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 Jay gave a, gave an example of how he was at T Mobile. Yeah, and it and it and it just it went over well. But if you you come at like, hey, da, da, you need to, da, 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 it doesn't go over well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had I had a friend of mine, it did not go over well. You know, she 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 had a, I don't want to say exactly what her goal was. I don't know, but she had a goal that she wanted to reach, and I was just like, all right, well, cool, like I'll help you. Mm-hmm. And then I got frustrated because I'm sitting here thinking like, hey, I'm trying to help you get to this goal, and it seems like I want it more than you do. Right. And so now I'm just like, yo, you know what? If you're not going to do whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. don't waste my time. Right. And it's like, that's not fair. This and that. What are you talking about? Like, you're not willing to do this, whatever. And I'm sitting here thinking like reverse psychology or whatever. Hey, this will work. If I say it this way, it did. Mm-hmm. But the moment I was just like, you know what? I'm thankful that you at least you attempted. And, you know, um, I think that you did well. When you did do this and this, mm-hmm. and that's great. And whenever you're ready, I'll be here waiting on you so that we can go to the next level. And right. that went over well. Right. Because it was like from a standpoint of praise. Mm-hmm. And you did this well, and you did well doing it, and you try and da da da, and cool. So now. That's human. <laughs> that's human. Because you would respond to me in a good way if I did that too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But um but it but it's more but it's more so uh received better from them because like I know that if I know that if it had been a a masculine dude and I'm just coming at him like, yo, bro, that other he'd take it from me. He would take it. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, Yeah, you're right, man. I got it. Da-da-da. Like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. That's nurture. I know that would go better. Mm-hmm. Um but anyway, <clears throat> there's other things in the book about, um, and I've, I've applied some of this thing in the book. I talked, I talked about this on, on the last episode. I don't want to get too much away if you hadn't let y'all hear it yet. Or whatever. Yeah, it's out there. It's out there now. Yeah, it, it is out there. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I already heard it. Okay, so um, one of the reasons why I'm so. I'm I'm like I'm so focused and tapped in because I've changed a lot of different things in my life. Like Jay will tell you because he knows me well, and I'm very candid. It's nothing to hide here. What you see is what you get with me. There was a time where I would be around certain substances and I could not control myself. Uh-huh. Like if I was around some folks and they was drinking, it's time to drink. Right. If I was around some folks and they smoking, it's time to smoke. Uh-huh. Even though I knew that I was trying to handle these things, I could not control myself. And I know that also that I am a super highly sexual being. Like, I love women a lot. Okay? A lot. So, certain things that I changed in my life, 
Um, when I first started trying this practice, I, I, was, I was saying on the, on the last episode, I talked about no fap and I talked about this thing called seed retention. Okay. Or, or, or semen retention. Mm-hmm. Like, you familiar with that? I'm not familiar with the first one, but uh, semen retention I am. Okay. Well, I was breaking down the differences between the no fap and the semen retention, whatever. What's no fap? All right. No, no fap is, okay, no fap then. Right, no jacking off. Okay. All right, they call it no fat. I didn't know that's what that meant. Okay. Yeah, so no fat is like they their their community their their space their circle is like hey, um, we're not gonna do any PMO, which is porn masturbation orgasm, mm-hmm. right? But the no fat community says hey, you know if you want to get off, cool, but just don't do it to porn. Stop beating your meat. Stop looking at porn. No fat says, hey, you got a girl, you got a wife, you got a rotation of girls. Hey, smash some cheeks. Get it with a real chick. All right. Stop all this, you know, jacking off to pornography. And if you can't get it from a real girl, you just to don't just, do it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but the semen retention, as you know, is on another level. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm on. That's being intimate without... Without ejaculating. And I ain't never knew I was part of the, the no fat, but I'm just, that's just, that's hard. I just, I just, I'm like, I, I, for a long time, like, I've, I've never, yeah. like, I didn't know that was a community. It makes them feel like their vagina don't I just always felt like I needed a real thing. Don't send me no pictures. In this book, he talks about how you can explain to her what you're doing, because here's the thing. And this is something that I've noticed. I can say this firsthand. I'm not just saying this because I read it in the book. I was doing it before I read the book. Semen retention is powerful. Mm-hmm. I, what I realized is that I had this power in me all along. I just kept spilling it out, whether I was smashing cheeks or jacking off. Mm-hmm. But now I have all this power. Like my mind is so sharp. I realize right now I'm super confident. I'm comfortable everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more successful in my business. And I feel like part of it has to do with this. Um, I'm stronger in the gym. You know, Jay jumps, jumps around with me. He's like, bro, you ain't bust. Come on, bro. You know, I mean, that's a lot of it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I remember a time, and I'm being candid, right? I remember when I couldn't look you in your eye. Oh. I remember when I couldn't look him in his eye. I can remember when I was looking, because I, I was on a different channel. Mm-hmm. I was on a different frequency, mm-hmm. right? But I started to make certain decisions to change things in my life and I've seen the evidence of what it's done in my life. My bank account's bigger than it's ever been. I'm in a leadership position. I control whether people are hired or fired. Right. Um when I when I say something, when I speak, people listen to what I say. When I go out in public, I notice the female attraction is higher on senior retention. Oh. It's a fact. When I go places So you don't have no sex at all? None. None. If I decide I want to, then I can do it. But he's disciplined himself. That's beautiful. But he. But it's not saying he's on celibacy. He, if he wants to, it's no shame that he want to smack some cheeks. That's just what he want to do. It's not like he going to hell for it. He is to to deem a female worthy enough. For me to even waste time with her because my energy is precious to me. I am right. a king. There's a reason. Let me show Ooh, y'all. I need some therapy. Listen, this is a reason why I'm on it. I, run, I ride around 
right? With this chain. I got this this king, this is lion charm for a reason. I'm not playing around with this. When I walk around, I see myself as a king because of what I am. Mm-hmm. And I control my mind. I have affirmations that I say, that I say I control my mind, my body, and my emotions and my human spirit. I am in control. So I can see the baddest chick walking around. She could be the, the top Instagram model. She could be the baddest girl ever. And it, does. and it doesn't phase me at all. She could be laying in my bed in the hotel I'm staying in, in Hinesville. Lips spread. Like, come get this pussy, daddy. And I'd be like, get your clothes on and get out. And I mean right now. I don't want you to hesitate. Get your clothes on and get out. Because I have control. And that's a beautiful place to be when you have control. Uh, so you want to watch it for the clothes on, so you want to get your last looks. That's you, though. That's you. But where he's going at is, I'm human. I am human. No matter where, no matter where he's going. I mean, and I'm thinking where he's thinking, like, but that's human nature. But he has the the confidence and the discipline to even if that's his last look. He still won't. That's still that motherfucker. That motherfucker got a dip. Yeah. He's not saying don't be naive. Don't be afraid to not be naive. That is a good look. You are human. It's just a look. But don't lust off it to beat your meat to it. And don't lust off it enough to break your cycle thinking or thinking just because it's there. Jump on it. He has the mental to just say, if I wanted it, I wouldn't tell you to get the fuck out like this. But on my mindset, I don't. So I don't even want that to be in my energy right now. That's self-control. And that people is, I, I know what the question is, you call that because you're like, you know, yeah, you're going to get a, yeah, he damn will, he damn going to do. That's human. I, I, but I, I, but I, I, the discipline to go there, that is where, that's where my mind is like, damn, boy, like. I'll say this. I'll say this. I am human. I am a man. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do have a lot of testosterone in me. I'm not blind. Uh-huh. You know, if I, if like when I go to the gym, right, and these are some practices, I, I have taken some of the practices from this book and I practice them when I go to the gym. Because when I go to the gym, these girls notice me. I'm when they're working out, I'm getting it. And I know, I know they see me and they, and they put themselves in my vicinity. I know what a choosing signal is. Okay. But this book, what he talks about in here is he says, you know what? Um, because before I used to try to avoid looking at them and feeling that that attraction and feeling that sexual urge. Mm-hmm. But now I take it and I transmute it. I enjoy the yeah, I enjoy that I'm attracted. Mm-hmm. And I take that energy and I I breathe it into me. Right? Mm-hmm. I enjoy he talks about like seeing seeing a beautiful woman <clears throat> and taking that taking that that turn turn on this for lack of a better way of saying it, taking that attraction and absorbing it into you and just, okay, I'm gonna take this and then I'm gonna channel it over here. And you know, and that was the other book. That's why I brought both most of these books in together because, you know, Napoleon Hill talks about that. He talks about sex transmutation. It's the most powerful energy. So if you take this powerful energy and you turn it into something like, okay, all right. Like, I, when I first started Semen Retention, I didn't go, like, a long, long street. It was hard for me to do a day. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. It was hard for me to do a day. Then I did two days, three days. Then I finally did a week. Then I said, okay, two weeks, then a month. 
Then I said, man, if I can do two months, if I do a month, I can do two months and I can do longer, whatever. I'm on the longest streak than I am right now. And, but when I first started, I would get the urge and I'll be like, okay, let me do some push-ups. Okay. So I do some push-ups, right? Or I'd be like, man, I got all this energy still. Like, all right, I'm going to go for a run. So I go for a run. Or I would take a cold shower. Those work. Okay. Cold showers work. Okay. Um, but I just noticed I had all this energy. And then some nights would be hard because I'd be like, man, I really want to stay focused and not do anything. But I'm about to be tossing the turn in bed like, man, ooh, I got yeah. all this energy. I got to do something with it. So now, while I've been on this streak that I've been on now, I've literally had moments, man, where I had to get up and just walk around the room to just wait for the urge to pass. But then it started, urges started going away. Now it's just a lot of energy. So I have all this energy and I got to do something with it. So now if I got to work out twice, I work out twice in the gym. Once in the morning, once at night. Um, if I get, I'm more creative now. Like, you know, I'm a, Jay knows this about me. I'm a singer. I'm a poet. So like my, I'm more creative now. Like I, I, I ran into a homie of mine named QP in Warner Robins, right? Um, it's somebody that used to work doing what, what me and uh, Jay met doing. Um, and He's building a studio in his apartment. Well, I've been on this journey. I'm in the studio and we working on music or whatever. Now we about to leave the studio, like literally putting on our jacket about to go. Well, they got this track playing and I'm just sitting there just playing around with the track. And so QP comes around the corner and he's like, he's like, oh, yeah. he just comes back. He's like, hey, Ken, um, I'm going to keep the track playing. Do what you were just doing. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know what I was doing, but all right. So he leaves. Now me and my sister, we sitting in the studio. Him and Alan are outside. They smoke a cigarette, whatever they were doing. And I just start playing around with this track. So they come back and they're like, yo, whatever you was doing is dope. So we're just going to keep the, pl- the track playing and just do whatever you want to do with it. I'm just like, okay. So the track is playing. And I lean forward, I close my eyes, I just absorb the track, and I just, these words just come out of me. I didn't even remember what I said, but my sister was sitting there with a pad. She wrote all the lyrics that I said. So I open up my eyes after I've done this. Alan's looking at me, QP's looking at me, Kara's looking at me. They're like, oh, I'm like, what happened? They're like, that was dope. Can you like record that right now? I was like, I don't remember what I said. I don't remember what I saying. My sister hands me the notebook and I look at the lyrics and I'm like, that is dope. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Alan's like, record that right now. I'm like, okay. She need to she need to work on recorders going. Mm-hmm. Why she wrote that motherfucker down mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. Boy, ain't, ain't even play it back. <laughs> Boy. She got all of it, ain't it? So I got on the I got on the mic. He played the track. I sang the lyrics. And everybody was like, yo, that's a hit. Now, QP sent me a copy of the song. I sent it to my pops. My pops been paying, playing it for some of his friends. Well, I, uh, I went to pay it for my tax lady when I got to go get my taxes done. She was like, I hope you plan on doing something with that. That's a hit. Everybody mm-hmm. hears this song says it's a hit. Well, I've been on the semen retention journey. I am more creative than I've ever been. I'm singing better than I ever. I've been singing all my life. Mm-hmm. I've been singing since I was like three, four years old. Mm-hmm. In the church choir and everything. 
but I'm singing better than I ever have. I'm coming up with ideas of different runs and riffs that I've never thought of before. Mm-hmm. Um, my thought process, my dreams are super vivid. Um, my relationships with people are better. I wonder if vagina retention works. <laughs> like, <laughs> I ain't never did the vagina retention. I mean, I grew up vagina retention. <laughs> but I mean, that was a conscious decision you made on your own. You know though. what I'm saying? That that's been my most I mean, creative. How you, how you feel about it though? Huh? How you feel about it? I mean, as in on a personal choice? Yeah. Oh, I mean, hats off the breath. <laughs> <laughs> have you done it? Have you have you had any relatable? What he doing? Yeah. No. So no, like, but what I'm saying is like, no. But I'm to different. go through that, that is that's fine. But I got more questions though. Like, sure. how would you consider a woman at that point? Then, like, it would be hard for me to know that. I'm standing in my power on this level, but you know, be attracted to someone enough mentally or whatever to have time, spend time. Like, why? What? Under what pretense would you sacrifice? The thing. Okay, so let me can before you answer that. All right, um, because he asked me about how I feel about it. So they and responded to her. She's saying and asking the question. So how I feel about that. You know what I'm saying? And from him explaining it, this is how I'm getting it of, of how he's moving. Right. But for a woman to address him or to know if she's interested, he's not afraid to already tell you that up front. So at that point, it is the woman's job to make a decision. Are you capable to respect this man? And the way that he moved. I don't see why a woman wouldn't. But the thing about it, so when you say, and when you asking him that question yeah, of how, how, how can a woman make a woman feel, what he's doing should not have to be questioned how he, how, what sacrifices he makes. Because at the end of the day, as a man, he is the catch. Society makes us feel like he has to impress a woman enough no, that that's not she, what I was asking. I was like, what would what would make you like you're you're single? Mm-hmm. Okay, what would make you decide I want to deal with this woman, regardless of whether you are about to have sex with her? But what would make you know that if you're about to deal with a woman, sex would come at some point, even if it's a year down the line. Or at some point. But what would make you step outside of being single to indulge with a woman? knowing that sex is a possibility at that point. Because right now, being single, sex is a possibility if you choose. If there's no immediate influence. But when you're dealing with a woman, you look at if you're engaging with her on the day-to-day, you might have an urge that is far more uh, <clears throat> in you than looking at a bitch at the gym. You know what I'm saying? Because, damn, you intellectually into her. She hasn't tried to jump your bone, y'all. You know what I'm saying? At that point, like, what would get you that, like, not get you to the point where you want to have sex, but get you to the point where you would involve yourself with a woman? Now, when you say involve myself with a woman, I mean, I have plenty of conversations, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I entertain women. I entertain them all the time. I mean, 
Sometimes they approach me. Um, sometimes they look at me. Sometimes they send me to the signal. Sometimes they just are in my space. They just speak. I interact with women all the time. I'm not afraid to interact with women at all. Um, but I'm saying on the like <clears throat> choose a, a specific woman and be consistent. That would be hard, kind of hard, and I'm gonna tell you why that would be hard. It's kind of like what Jay was talking about. Um, I and I'm not saying this as an arrogant thing or anything like that, but I do realize that I am the catch. I am the prize. I'm, I mean, I'm a king. So, so a woman have to how can you feel uh, uh, arrogant? How? Yeah, she would have. She would have to pursue. I'm not gonna pursue her. I'm not gonna chase her. You know, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to. Like, here's the thing. Like, if if I met a woman and you know, she met all my criteria, like physically wise. Mm-hmm. Cool. But I'm way deeper than that. Like, I right. don't care how fine you are. Mm-hmm. When we when you talk, what are you talking about? Right. How are you carrying yourself? What would allow that door to open for you to get to know her on that level? That's what I'm saying. Like, is that I when have, you meet a woman, mm-hmm. because you're on scene with attention, if you were to meet a woman, would it go past meeting her? Would it go past? It would depend on. It would depend on the conversation we had. You know, if mm-hmm. if we were talking. Now, I'm not saying I'm. I'm just gonna share with everybody. Hey, I'm on attention, whatever. I mean, right. you know, we're we're having a conversation on a podcast. I gotta tell you, I ain't <laughs> fucking done. <dying. laughs> Yeah, you're never going off the him. muscle, like. But but you know, eventually, I, I'm thinking like, okay, if I meet I meet her, she she meets the look requirements, all that. The conversation's going good. Well, when was the last time you clapped some cheeks? Though? <laughs> we on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, bro. I mean, but he already said time, what he did say. He don't. He don't want to ask. But he don't mind. He don't mind. But that shit, hey. He want to know. He want to know though. Um, that's it's bravery. What's it, the number? <laughs> So it's like, if the conversation was going good, if the, if I felt the energy was there, because I'm sensitive to energy, frequency, all that type of stuff. If I felt like her energy was on point, okay. All right, she met the look requirements. Okay, the, the conversation stimulating. She's not stupid. All right, cool. Then, if it, okay, maybe we go out, see where her headspace is at. Is she wife of material? Is she even considered to date? I don't know. It depends on her. I already know what my criteria is. And see, and the thing that I think, and and I've had these conversations with different females about this and they, and they feel what I'm saying and whether they're feeling it or not, I don't care because this is, this is me. Women had their standards of of men, right? I have my standard of what I want and I'm going to get it or I will not. Alter on, on that. I, I have my standards. So if I see myself as the king, I see myself as the catch. Like I have my king, I'm establishing my kingdom. One of the reasons why I started this and took it more seriously is because of the position that I'm in. I have to be focused. I cannot allow alcohol, drugs, women to distract me because I am off, I am over a, a few offices and these people depend on me. I'm their leader. I don't like the word boss because I'm leading from the front. I like the word leader. I am their leader and I have to be available for them to come to me when they need advice, 
when they need leadership on what needs to be done, when there's fires to put out. Hey, uh, my mama just died. Can I have a few days off of work? Whatever. I have to be prepared for all this stuff. And it's not easy if I'm sitting here because, see, when guys beat off a lot. You know, there's studies done about this where like anxiety and depression and stuff is linked to that because they keep spilling off their power. Like semen has a lot of power in it. What I was saying was, um, I mean, I'm focused. I'm more, I'm more focused than I've ever been in my life, and that's helped me. So if I had, I have all these distractions out of the way, so I don't have anything that's throwing me off. You know, the only social media that I'm on, if you want to consider that, is YouTube because of my channel, and that's it. I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on the TikToks. I'm not on any of that stuff because I could easily scroll through that and see a trigger. You know, um, and I'm not on that right now. I'm just not. So if a female or woman comes into my life, she has to understand that I'm focused. And if she can get with that, cool. If she can't get with that, it is what it is. I'm not. I'm not depending my success and my purpose and what I got going on on what a woman thinks. I'm just not. And. It took me a while to get there because I was seriously like, what? So you're not looking? <laughs> not really, no. I mean, I <laughs> I remember one time I was in a house. It was really funny to me, too, because I said, man, where are y'all priorities at? I was I was in a house and I was doing a demonstration and I'm testing the water and everything. And the, the missus was just feeling my energy. She was kind of out of pocket a little bit, honestly. She's right here in front of her husband, like, you know. Single, dating, whatever. Like, we're testing your water. Like, whatever. Oh, I got a friend that da 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 da. And I'm just like, okay, we we'll get to that later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We and even her husband was like, hey, like we talking business. Wait, why are you on that? Right. And so she's just like, or well, are you? She could tell. I guess she could kind of feel the energy that I wasn't looking. So she's like, are you even looking? I was like, I mean, if right one comes along, whatever. But I was, I was literally like trying to like just slide off of that to finish the business. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, like I said, if if the right girl is to come along, conversation's right. She understands that, and she understands the spiritual journey I'm on and everything. Then she could be considered. But I'm on a different channel right now. I'm operating at this frequency way up here. And I don't even, honestly, I like protecting my energy. You know, I won't even shake hands or hug a female if I feel like her energy's off. I don't want to give any part of my divine energy to her at all. Because if she's off, it's like, uh, I ain't going to have a conversation with her, honestly. Right. I get that. It is 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 I'm elevation. I like that. High vibration. Yeah. I like that. I mean at the end of the day, like you say, is it's all about why can't it be believable that a man has to society, why is it not believable that a man has that self-control? And why if he does it's not questions of how can I be great like that. It's to pick apart to see if he has weakness and flaw. When people ask certain questions like that in the outside world, 
is picking apart to see if he's failed or flawed. Is there any cracks in his story? My question? No, oh, on okay. the outside. Mm-hmm. On the outside. You know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of people that when we have conversations and, you know, and then when I do bring them around, it, there is people that, you know, it's never a question of, damn, bro, how can I become strong like that? Is so, you know, when the last time he did that, you know what I'm saying? Or this, that, and the other, you know, here we just laugh and joke about it because it's, it's, it's a, a platform that, you know, we just being funny, but minds together like us actually do see that and be like, damn, that's strong. Yeah, that's dope. That's, that's dope. dope. That's dope. That's strong. Sure. Like, that's how, how do you, you know, how do you keep that up? What is the tricks? You know, like, for real. <laughs> so it's like big ups to you on that type of, yeah, it's like, it and that's what he just said though. Yeah, you just, when, when, mm-hmm. when you, you when gravitated towards, you just gravitated to that shit. Like, that man just, he threw you up against a wall and it wasn't even physically. You know what I'm saying? Like, the thing about it is he said that in the outside. Any woman finds that attra- the, the attraction towards him is hot. No, yeah. And you felt that. Attractive. You felt that. He said that. You know what I'm saying? He said that. And not saying that you are attracted I'm to him. I'm saying it's attractive. Like, remember when we had the conversation yeah, we had? He, he, and you stop a girl at the uh, port? Yeah, but he, he's, he's never said that he's attracted. He says the physical attractive because women on the outside find those traits attractive. It's not so much of his appearance of who he is. Like I said, the attractiveness is the traits that he carries and how he carries himself. But that's the, like I was saying, um, this is the reason why I, I wanted to create this, you know, especially this of a woman's point of view and a man's point of view. On, you know, we have to dialogue on understanding what we go through. And we all are like-minded individuals. We can sit here and have this type of conversation and not feel hit. But we're definitely having a conversation to grow more. And it was, and it never was an attack session on women. And you felt that, you know what I'm saying? Because the reason why we know that you didn't feel hit or feel anything by it, all you did was ask some questions to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. That's all you did. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you gave him prompts. That's attractive. That's what's up. You never tried to pick him apart. You never, you asked questions. You never felt like he was saying that women are not attractive. You never felt hit that he was denying women. Mm-hmm. You asked him more questions on how did he become that strong? What, how, in, is there any cracks on to what makes you stronger? With, you know what I'm saying? How would he accept this, mm-hmm. that, and the other? Right. He broke it all down for you. You know what I'm saying? And that's what we need women to be able to internalize men who give that type. And it's not of a, that's not a masculine. I mean, that's not a feminine type of him going into a feminine state. He stood mm-hmm. 10 toes no. down and explained on a masculine, solid yeah, square, explaining mm-hmm. what he requires. Did I answer your question or did I explain that? I thought I was explaining that if I answered the question, it was going to be from my point of view. I don't know if I answered it before or after that. Do you remember the question? 
Um, and we'll talk about so much. <laughs> um, about a masculine man. Are you talking about that question from earlier? Okay. Um, I just, I just know like, I res- I respect the fact that you're different. Mm-hmm. Um, because it sounds like to me that you're comfortable in the skin that you're in. And I've come across females that they base their life off of somebody else. Like, mm-hmm. I can't be happy unless I have a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, I'm not, I, I don't know what I'm going to do without a man. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they go out of one relationship, they go and find another one immediately. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know what to do without a man. <laughs> and you got some dudes like that, too. Hey, that are like, hey, I don't got I a girlfriend. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got some guys. Like I that. didn't feel. I don't feel like I can't live without a man, but I've been cuffed immediately. So I don't know if it's me jumping into a relationship or that's I, happened. I mean, if anything, when you mean cuffed, you know what I'm saying. I I hear you know, lockdown or commitment-wise mm-hmm. to where anything for us is domestic abuse. So that sounds like a choice <laughs> that you made to be cuffed. Yeah, yeah. You, I'm you, just you, saying you, like... Because any, 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 even in the court of law, bro, you would restrain because that's, that's physical I guess, harm. I guess so I you allow. Gave, you allowed the man to detain right. you. Yeah. you. You went... You, you, you <laughs> Right, you... You went without a fight. Like, put your hands behind your back. You went willingly. All right. So, so it's like, yeah, you, you, you allowed yourself to get cuffed. But at the same time, is it by that type of, you know what I'm saying, man that he spoke about? Because a man, if he was to decide to do that, mm-hmm. that's what a woman knows that he's coming with. Right. If he decides to cuff, when you say that you decided to mm-hmm. be cuff, that is what the type of woman that he is going to have to run into right. because you're going to have to wait until he's fit. It's not about what a woman can be attractive to him. Mm-hmm. He has made it up in his mind. He will make the decision when he opens up that door. Right. And any women come by. They got to understand that because at the end of the day, you will only know he's that way until you get in a conversation. Because if he does gauge conversation with you, it is because he decided or has somehow you started that because he's not going out seeking. If there's because he said he entertained, he entertained. So it's not like if you don't speak to him, he'd be like, oh, baby, listen, can't talk to him. I can't talk to women. I, he entertains the fact of nothing like that. There's oh, nothing like right. that. He entertains the conversation, but to get within that is parameters, and he has a boundary line. He has a boundary line, and we, yeah, he got a boundary line and criteria, and we, as both male and female, have to be able to understand and respect each other's boundaries, no matter how outlandish we feel that they are respect that person's boundaries. That is their boundaries that they have put. Respect them. You know what I'm saying? And again, with a woman, they just got, that's what it comes with. That's, that's what he's coming with. But I, we got to make sure we come back, man, and do this again. Um, we're going to, we, 
this was the first one was was amazing. This shit was amazing, dog. Like, so this is something that we got to adapt. We got to adapt, you know. You two definitely started off with this shit, and I couldn't have picked a better two to start. Like to be number one to start it off, but I couldn't have picked two better people. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Um, Your energy is dope. Really? Thank you. Both of you guys, man, y'all bounce off each other, man. And at the end of the day, man, that's a proven fact, though. As a woman who just wants to receive. And not afraid. Say, do you and, have any more questions? And not, yeah, she's willing to <laughs> like, receive. Here, bro, like, that, that's I'm here. That, and I, I call her the tribal woman. Okay. That is what she is. She is your tribal woman. She she knows where she stands masculine. But like me and you and BJ said, she's not the one to take that power and run with it. She knows when it's time to turn it up. She knows when to back down. Knows, right? She, but she, she knows when to. She knows when to pull back. Cause I'm a queen. She's she's a queen. She's the tribal. Right. So she understands. I have to stay this way. Cause if you fall, the family, the tribe can't fall. Right. So she's going to come into that mold to make sure her king is not. Because they have to get through you to affect the family. So if you do fall and trip, she's going to do her due diligence and not be a dandel in distress or save yourself. She's going in for her king till you can brush yourself off and she allows you to get back up to finish the fight your own self. Without because judging, without, without judging. Yeah, that's that's me. That's who she is. That's refreshing. That's refreshing because let me tell you something. That's rare. Right. And we tell her that all the time. So that's why we I tell you, you have to, that's why I keep telling you that. It is <laughs> you know, truthful that you have to start off excluding the wrong her. people. You got to start off excluding her. We got it because that's just, she, she, no matter, I told you, words can change all the time. Behaviors is what you are. And since she's came around me, she has displayed behavior. Anytime she could just tell me to keep excluding her, that's just words. She has displayed behaviors. So displaying that behavior to me, me as a human, me and as saying who I am, I now have to respect that and exclude her Thank until you. she put herself into that category. Thank you for that. And then there's no fighting that once you have put yourself there. And he'll tell you that she, <laughs> if I'm there, I'm there. And she Give it won't, to me. and she won't and correct she, me. She will what not. I need to do? All right. And, yes, and, sir. And like, again, that can be taken also. Sometimes you making fall victim into giving back to the wrong person also. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm working on discernment. But this is, you gotta have that. But this is definitely dope, man. And I'm glad you came around and real. Welcome to the rabbit hole, finally, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah. how you feel being in the rabbit hole, man? Yeah, like I said, I like, I like what you got going on. I'm glad I can come back and get into some more conversation. Okay. Okay. Oh, we need to speak on some more. Uh, oh, we got, we got topic. more. We got more <laughs> some for the people. This just, this just week one. Yeah. We can't, can't shoot all the bullets. Um, all, right. all at once, man. But Trey, man, I'm, I appreciate you coming through, man. Trey. No matter what you had going on, bro. Like you still fought through and came through, man. I appreciate it. Not you too, queen. Like. You made sure I know it. the day was up and down, bro, but y'all mm-hmm. came through real, you too, man. And 
And it 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 like, we definitely spent a lot of a manpower and woman hours into into this one. We've been at it for a minute. And I appreciate you guys coming through, man, into the pod, and we're gonna definitely keep this going. Guys, you're in the rabbit hole and it's JP on the L WM podcast. Good night.